Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Formula One is back. I'm Matt from P1 with Matt and Tommy, the only F1 podcast you need to keep you up to date across the 2023 season. We'll be with you across every single race weekend with instant reaction to the biggest stories as soon as the chequered flag falls. So, if you're a seasoned F1 veteran or you've just started watching Drive to Survive, we've got you covered. Search P1 with Matt and Tommy, hit that subscribe button and start listening now. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. She never lets me do the laundry, and now I'm thinking it's because she doesn't want me to bang the washing machine. It's the one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? <laughs> I, for a second, forgot what it's from. It's from Guillermo. Yeah, he's like talking dirty to yeah. the LG. Ew, ew. <laughs> ew, ew. It was, what, what was going on there? He's it's like, so- I could marry you. I could get inside you. Yeah. I'm making you know. wet right now. He and needs you're to bubbling. Find some, he needs to find some friends. He needs friends. Stat. Yes. It's, it's, it says a lot that he doesn't want to go out with Kara's friends. He's like, I did it once. I did the reunion. Well, actually, I did it twice. I did your friends, and then I did the reunion, and I'm done. I'd rather just sit home and talk to this washer machine. Well, I I think he just wants to hang with Kara, but Kara has all the friends that she just cannot let go. Yeah, but we said it a million times. You have a tight timeline. You have 90 days. You should be spending all of it with your partner because Absolutely. no it's not the 90 days is not to decide whether or not you want to get married that's not what it is for but you could use it for that you should be spending time together and most of those guys are because yes we have a few couples who did live together prior like Kobe and Emily they did live together for two months Guillermo and Cara lived together as well right I think Jibri and Miona, they did spend some time together. Yes. He moved to Serbia. So it's not like they, some of these couples need the 90 days. No, but it seems like some of these couples need time apart from oh, each yeah. other already. And it's only been a few weeks. Yeah. Speaking. I've, oh, sorry. I just had a great segue. So I wanted to jump in with <laughs> go it. Go for it because I forgot. You oh, scared me. Sorry. And I forgot. Boo. I was going to say, speaking of time apart, 
We had our time apart, and we are reunited, and it feels Oof, so good. I know. Back together in the ten studio. Days. We did the 10-day quarantine because John, once he found out that he was sick, but he did not have COVID, he was so freaked out. He was like, no, you have to quarantine for 10 days. And I'm like... Okay. I well, mean, here's the thing. Let's be smart. I think I had COVID, but according to my PCR, because we got those results, according to my PCR and every rapid test I've taken, I've been negative. So I wasn't scared to get COVID per se. I was scared to get COVID on top of whatever I had yeah. if it wasn't COVID. And I didn't want you to get COVID since you didn't get it. Of course, I didn't want you to get infected. So I stayed in my office slash guest room so that worked out <laughs> and you know I had really good masks so when I had to walk around I put the good mask on and we yeah. still kept our distance and but it's been 10 days I feel good I don't have a fever or anything so we're back yeah I feel better too whatever it was I still think it was COVID I had, I still have COVID and I think I'm gonna have it for a few more days yeah you're testing positive yeah. on the rapids I'm but, still testing negative I don't know what's going on but we're back together yeah. we're feeling better so we're excited about that. Cheers to that, Teresa. Cheers. We're drinking again because we took... We, <laughs> guys, this is the biggest shocker. We took several days off of drinking when we were mm-hmm, sick. Mm-hmm. So that's probably the biggest shocker. Forget us not being together or sleeping together. The fact that we put down the bottle. Okay, you just made us sound like total alcoholics. You're normally the one who makes us sound like alcoholics. So let let me, for once, make us sound... Okay. Okay. Okay, but yeah, we... I told John, do not drink because you didn't even know what you have. For me, I was just battling COVID. I wasn't taking any extra drugs. I tried taking NyQuil and DayQuil. Well, yeah, because I feel like in the middle of COVID, I picked up a cold or COVID 2.0, whatever that was. But I tried the COVID drug. ColdVid. It's a hybrid. (laughs) (laughs) I tried the Paxlovid. And it literally gave me the biggest headache of my life. Like I couldn't move for it could about have been a 12 hours. It could have been a coincidence. You don't know that it was the Paxlovid. Well, okay. It was at the beginning of my COVID journey. Whatever I don't think people it. want us to go down the COVID journey. No, no, no. Journey, but, but I was just saying, you know, it was up and down and up and down, but it's been 10 days. And we're back together. Let's not turn this into a medical podcast. We've already been flagged <laughs> nine times for talking about COVID on this episode oh, yeah, alone. We, have, we get the banners. We have the banner about <laughs> COVID-19. At least on Spotify. Fun. But we're here to talk about 90 Day Fiance. Before we do, make sure you're following us on social media, on Instagram, at Married to Reality Pod. A lot of you guys were so sweet and messaged us there and, and asked us how we were doing. And that made us feel better. That was our warm bowl of chicken Absolutely. soup. Absolutely. You guys were rock stars. I loved seeing seeing all the messages and I took it very easy. I already tried to sleep as much as I could. So I tried to get to you guys as soon as I could. But yeah, we took a little break from social media, from everything. And I think it helped us because we we are back together stronger than last week. (laughs) I thought you were going to say stronger than ever. I was like, I'm not a hundred percent. No, we're getting there, but it's better. It feels so much better. And I love podcasting in person because it's a different vibe. Yeah. Like doing this face to face, it's just so much better. And we still step all over each other, which we're working on, but it's a lot easier to pump the brakes and not talk over each other when you can feel the other person's energy. Yeah, I think the beginning of this podcast, I stepped 
on you like five times because I was so excited to talk <laughs> and to be in person. I was trying to get my thought out and you were doing the same thing. So. We're going to have to go back to remote for like a week because Teresa is traveling to Europe a week before I am traveling to Europe. So we're going to have to go back to remote and figure that out. But bear with us, hang with us because we got something in the works. We're, we're working on something. We're not going to tell you exactly what it mm -hmm. is, but hang with us, follow us on Instagram at Marriage Reality Pod because we're, we're going to make it worth your while, we hope. Um, so just stick with us no matter how we have to record. We'll record. We'll find a way. Yes. Right. So follow us on Instagram. Follow the podcast. That's the most important, really. So no matter what we drop, you get it. It's so easy to follow the podcast. You just look down. You smash that follow button. Guys. Smash it like it's as hot as Benny's victory backflip. That was wild. That was a, that's a star. Okay, I, I asked you this during the show, or I mean, during the time you watched 90. That was a real fight, right? That wasn't yes. a 90 day staged fight. No, that's not WWE. That is UFC, and that is bare knuckle. I actually don't know if it was bare knuckle. They were probably wearing light gloves. I think, but yeah, I it, don't know. That's as real as it gets. That, okay. That's badass. I could never do it. Please don't. I won't do it. You would yeah, be don't. you'd be more scared than Ari, and I would be more scared than both of you. Yeah, because you're so out of shape. I'm just a baby. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but that was a real fight. And spoiler alert: Benny crushed it. Mm -hmm. And that celebration, a star was born in that moment when he hopped up on the cage and did that yeah. backflip. I was like, I'll watch you fight. This is pure entertainment. I love it. Yeah, no, he was good. And Angela was in the background. I know. At first I was like, wait, Dog the Bounty Hunter likes UFC? And I was like, oh, <laughs> no, it's Angela. It's Angela. We saw some spoilers months ago that she was yes. uh, she was at a fight and people spotted Benny and everyone's like, oh, my gosh, is he in the U.S.? Are they going to be on the next show? And yes. Yeah. And here I'm, we are. I'm pleasantly surprised that TLC didn't give Angela any more screen time than just being mm. in the back, right? They didn't put up a Chiron and say, Angela, 90 Day Star. Well, I think, and I might be super wrong, but I think this was a few days after Angela's last tell-all when she showed us the boobs. That's a good point because she's probably in the city. She was in New York City. She was wearing... I think that was that red yeah, very jumpsuit similar. or very, very similar. similar. I think I've read it somewhere. And again, I might be so wrong, so don't quote me. But I think it was that time like she was in the city for the tell-all. I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right about that. But Smash It Like is as hot as Benny's backflip. And one more thing, if you haven't left a review, I know we ask every week, but it means a lot to us when we see those mm -hmm. reviews come in. So if you haven't left one, please do. Please do. And uh, do you have one to read? I sure do. I have one I would love to read. Okay. This is an interesting one, okay? This one I was fascinated by. It comes to us from our friend SC Was. SC Was, hello. Okay. Titled Guaranteed Chuckles with Great Insights. Love that. Okay, here we go. Five stars. Mm -hmm. When I first ran into the show, I was wary about listening to a couple's show. That's what was interesting to me. I was like, oh, wow, I never thought that, I guess, listening to a husband, wife, or boyfriend, girlfriend could be mm. off-putting to people. Interesting. But I get it because SC continues and says, due to potential tangents and bickering. Ah. Which we're guilty of both, sort of sometimes. Not bickering, but debating. I, we, would, I think we bicker, like, not bicker, but 
that was this one argument about Mohammed. Not argument, but we went so deep. Yeah. Mohammed and Eve. Yeah. <laughs> we, we prefer to call them debates, but we definitely yeah. go off tangent. All, those, was. all the freaking We don't time. try to. It's, no, it, it's who we are. It's, it's who, we, who are. we are. But she's, okay, she's loving it. And they write, however, John and Teresa are both charming and witty. Oh, here we go. Even during their tangents, I learned about respectfully communicating with a partner, oh. as well as organizational methods and more. Their quick humor makes me laugh every time. One of my favorites being, we love love, <laughs> as Darcy. <laughs> I was all on board with John about maroon being a cheesy color. Absolutely, maroon is from Maroons. <laughs> Who's, <laughs> whose color palette is maroon? And that's how I knew they are my podcast friends. This is a fun extension on the 90-day guilty pleasure. This is I one of my, love that. This is one of my favorite reviews. Did you say that Maroons is for Maroons? Maroons a cheesy color. It's a ridiculous <laughs> color. How is Maroon a color? That's. Wait. I think I said that was the color of my seventh grade team. I was yeah, on the Maroon is, team. There is time and place for Maroon. Agree to disagree. We're not going to bicker about this. Well, we don't bicker. We debate. We're going to debate. No. I think debate. bickering is mean. Like bickering is like... People are like kind of fighting, but not really, but they're trying to jab the other person. We debate. Bickering has no substance. Bickering is just like me, 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 me. Debating, <laughs> you have a point. You're mm, passionate about true. it, right? There's substance to a debate. Bickering. Uh, I You're can't. very passionate about a maroon being a color for morons. It's a ridiculous color. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Essie Was Thank you. I love that. Review. I love that. Beautiful. I love review. the explanation, too. Yes, and we always say if if you have an issue, let us know what it is because we're in the learning phase of this whole thing. We don't think we're doing this 100% by any means. So I like when you said I was wary about a couple's podcast and here's why. Well, I'll tell you this. We're not going to get a divorce if you don't like a couple's podcast. No, <laughs> but it's fine to have constructive criticism. Oh, absolutely. And this wasn't. This was just, oh, I didn't oh, know. Oh, no, this was great. I, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying if someone messaged just like, I would listen to you guys, but only if you were in a couple. I'm like, right. well, we're not going to oh, get a divorce. Gotcha. It depends. How many listeners can we get? Get out of here. <laughs> I'm only kidding. All right. So thank you so much, SC Was. That's absolutely one Beautiful. of my favorite thank you reviews so much. that we've received. So if you haven't left one, please do. Please do. Okay. How about a little 90 day, by the way? Sure. I saw you researching it Let's earlier. a little research. All right. <laughs> number one. So we knew Libby was pregnant with baby yes. number two. They just did their gender reveal. Oh. Did you see this? I did not. It was quite the gender reveal, as gender reveals tend to be these days. You can't just call up your mom and say, hey, it's a boy. <laughs> you got to risk your life in some <laughs> capacity. I like it. All right. So here's their gender reveal. They posted it on Instagram. You have Andre and Libby standing in a field dressed in black. Okay. What field? Just a field. Okay. Probably somewhere in Florida, I would okay. imagine. Andrea's holding uh, the baby. Ella is her name? No. Ellis? Ellie. Ellie? Ellie. Ellie. Yes. Okay. Elizabeth. No, that's. that's hmm. What's the baby's name? Libby. Uh, I feel like it's Ellie. Is it Madeline? No. That's Emily's sister. <laughs> I think it's. I think it's Ellie. Ellie? It could be. Okay. All right. Let's, let's, go, go, with with, let's go with Ellie. So uh, <laughs> Andrea's holding Ellie. And all of a sudden, a skydiver parachutes into frame. No. Carrying a blue banner. No. <laughs> behind him. That's a little too extra. 
followed by more parachuters who had blue smoke cannons attached to them. Spoiler alert, it's a boy. How much did that cost? Asked Chuck. Ooh, that's right. <laughs> Poor Chuck. Isn't that ridiculous? That's, oh, that's, that's ridiculous. I'm glad they didn't put themselves <laughs> at risk, though. They're like, yeah, look, these parachuters can risk their lives for this reveal. We're not going to. Because there's been so many reveals recently or in the past several years. People have died. I know. People have lost limbs. I know. Is it's it crazy. worth it? This kid's not going to have a dad because of the gender reveal went wrong. It's crazy. Yeah, no. But I, I like the idea of gender reveal. It's fun. It makes yeah. it. It's, it's, but let's do it safe. You got it better safe than sorry, right? Yeah. So congrats to Libby and Andre. Yeah, congrats. It's a boy. They love one of each. Whatever her name is. <laughs> I think it's Ellie. Yeah. I think it's Ellie too. Okay. Number two. Okay. Ben of Ben and Mahogany. Mm-hmm. He's back in the 90 day by the way headlines. Because we know he got fired from his job, from the Lupus Foundation, following the news of his DUI and his arrests, right? So obviously he needs to make some money. Oh my gosh. Is he on OnlyFans? No. Uh. Maybe next, because I don't see this panning out for him. Benjamin Sage Fitness. Okay. He's offering a comprehensive lifestyle improvement program called Starting Today which sounds like a rehab center or something, but starting today that goes beyond just personal training and the gym. This is what he says. He goes, there's no shortage of diet and exercise regimens. The difference between knowing and doing is the true secret. My newest program starting today is designed for the beginner at any age, but specifically for those over 40. It'll keep you accountable, inspired, and progressing to the healthy life that you've always imagined and have never been able to attain. That's what it is. Interesting. I, I want it to be like starting tomorrow, like the office. <laughs> starting tomorrow, because today's <laughs> almost over. <laughs> I mean, he could do it. Like, he works out. He, I guess he got in shape, so he he must know how. It's not a bad idea. What's bad is that there's zero information on this website. Mm. It's just that paragraph of text. No pricing. No details of what you can really mm. expect. There's just a sign-up form. And I almost want to sign up, but I'm scared I'll just Please get don't. 10 pages of emails. He will not stop emailing me. <laughs> he will not stop texting you. <laughs> he will not stop. Yeah, don't do that. Yeah. But that's, by the way, one and two. Congrats to everyone involved, mm-hmm. really. Just a lot of big congratulations to go around. All right. Yes. Shall we talk about this show? Sunday night, 90 Day Fiance, season nine, episode 10, cruising right along. Yes. Let's start with Kobe and Emily. Okay, I have to say, if you remember back to our collab with the reality gaze, I told Maddie and Poodle, I was like, I just want to feel something, right? Yes. Congrats, TLC. I feel rage. I feel a lot of rage <laughs> during this this segment particularly. I was writhing. Is it because of her buying her own ring? It's and because we'll of everything. There. It's because of everything she does. The ring is just the icing on the cake. Yeah, okay. So I don't know if I understood this well, but so they're driving. They're going to go to Rock City, right? Detroit Rock City. Is this where she wants to have her wedding or did she just bring him there to take photos? Like if they were like, oh, let's go on a little hike. Sure. Great. 
Why did they go there? That's what I thought. At first, I was like, oh, they're going to check out a wedding venue. Yeah. I don't think so. I think she's going to show the size of rock that she wants on her ring. <laughs> right? There was no mention so of true. There was no mention of, oh, this would be beautiful. We could set up the altar over here. Mm-hmm. We could the, they were just like, here's Rock City. Let's walk, kick rocks. Like, let's just walk like, around. Get, get, into, get into this big rock. Everyone else dead. I'll take a photo. It made zero sense. There was no context right? to why they were there. Honestly, I think if they had a wedding there, it's the ceremony. I think that would have that would be nice. It would rock. That would I'd literally like, rock. I'd like that wedding rocked. That would be cool. And I'm sure they, if it's a state park, they might need a perm, like a permit. Yeah. But it's still that would be a cheap ceremony, and then rent a restaurant or something and have the party. So maybe, but. They didn't mention it. That's not, not what upset all. me. Though. That was the least infuriating part of this segment. The The start of it for me was when Emily goes, ever since my parents agreed to pay for our wedding, life's been pretty chaotic. It's like, <laughs> oh, life is so tough now that mommy and daddy are giving me $10,000. Yeah. Like, did they wipe your ass too hard? Do you have a rash? Like, what is bothering you so much now? Well, let me ask you this. I didn't pick up. The $10,000, but I heard Kobe saying, maybe we shouldn't spend $10,000 just on the wedding, right? I get it, but I feel like the parents gave them $10,000 for the wedding. They did, but I side with Kobe. He's like, why don't we take like five of it for the wedding and the other five, maybe we could move out of your parents' house and I can... Well, yeah, but would the parents ask for the money back if they didn't spend it all on the wedding? That's my thing. Well, that's a good test because that would prove... Do you actually want Emily and Kobe and Coben living under your roof? Yeah. Because if they said, no, this money's just for a wedding, then I'm like, really? You want to have to provide for this family their entire life? Probably. Not to skip ahead, but later on, we'll know that Emily bought her own ring and she said, I bought it with my oh, own money. Was it her own money or was it part of this 10000 And that's a great question because right? my note was... How are you buying a wedding ring, but you're unwilling to fund a place for yourself in Kobe? Mm-hmm. Her priorities are so mixed up. Yeah. And she probably does have money because she does work part time and has zero expenses. That's very true. She's living at home. Is she and paying that's rent? why he pays for everything. Yeah. So she probably did pocket however many few thousand, four, five, six thousand she put on this ring. And you think she, she spent that much? Yeah, she said it was a carrot. Yeah. You could get a carrot. I don't know. I'm going to throw out a wild number. Probably for as low as two and a half, three thousand. Okay. But it could go all the way up to 10 plus, I'm mm. sure, depending on how quality the diamond is. So sure, if she's working part time, she's making some money and she's keeping it and then she's going to just spend it. I'm going to say this irresponsibly. That's an irresponsible purchase when you have a husband who can't work and a child and you live at home with your parents. And you're planning a wedding that you don't even pay for. Yeah. You're planning a wedding. <laughs> yeah. What bothers me about Emily's irresponsibility is that she's not a 21-year-old who just got out of high school or finished college and she doesn't know what's going on. She's almost 30. She's, let's call it 30. She's 29. She's closer to 30 than she is. Well, she's 29, so she's, yeah, very, very close to 30. At this stage of your life, you should be responsible for your own shit, especially if you're a mom, too. Get your act together. There's no 
better kick in the ass, I would imagine, than having a kid and being like, oh, I should really prioritize some yeah. things. And you're going to go spend, I'm going to call it Coben's money. That money should go get Coben some clothes, some toys. Mm -hmm. You're going to spend Coben's money on a ring. And it's a backup ring. And that's the thing that really rubs me the wrong way. She's going, well, I got this just in case Kobe doesn't get me a ring. It's 45 days to wed. If it's a backup ring, wait until seven days to mm -hmm. wed and be like, oh, shit, I don't know if there's a ring yet. Then get it. Well, she has a ring, but it's fake. Right. But she goes, well, I want to have a nicer ring yeah. in case Kobe doesn't get me a nicer ring. And he could get her a nicer ring. We know he's got 4K, mm -hmm. but he's actually being smart with that money. Yes. He could go spend two of it, three of it, four of it on a ring. And he's going, you know what? No, I want to actually use this money to move my family out nah, I don't of my in-laws. he's going to go there because we saw the previews. But he, in the previews, he goes, I don't know if I should spend half of this money on a ring. Mm. He, he probably went to look at it. And whoever he was with is probably like, oh, yeah, that's the ring Emily dad. would want. It was dad. Dad is probably like, oh, that's the ring Emily wants. He's like, I don't know if I should spend half the money I've saved. Because well, he's smart about his money. That's true. I hope Emily kept her receipt because... You can return it, I think, within a, cer within a certain window. Okay. I, it could be 30 days, though. Say it's 30 days. Mm -hmm. You've bought it at least 45 days before the wedding. You might try to go back and be like, oh, sorry, you could have returned it a week ago, but not today. She's a moron. She's an absolute <laughs> moron. And I am furious. I'm in rage over this. Yeah. Uh, it's not a smart move. It's not. At all. Let's at all. Let's talk about the dress shopping. All right. So dress shopping with mom, sister, and grandma. And again, her sister seems very reasonable <laughs> compared to mom. Her sister's face says it all. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And, then, and then she literally says it all. Madeline, the sister's like, not everything in your life has to be over the top, Emily. Yes. I mean, what's over the top? Everything she's doing is over the top. I guess. Everything she is doing she cannot afford to do. So it's over the top. Well, Madeline, Madeline, whatever her name is, she also lives with them, with the parents, but I does hope she? she works. Yeah. I think Did she we get does. confirmation on that? Well, I think when we kind of, when we were introduced to the family, dad said this, this is a full house. Yeah, it'd be a full house with or without Madeline. I think she does, but... I hope that if she does, she at least works somewhere and pays rent. Or she seems like she has a decent head on her shoulders. Yeah. So I would imagine. But they go and Emily tries on these dresses and first dress Madeline didn't like. No, I didn't either. It didn't fit her. No. And Emily, I don't think, was totally vibing it. No. Either. The second one did look better on her because of the the chest. She loves showing her boobs. Yes, but it looks good. Like that style fit her body type too. And easy access for Coben when he gets hungry. Very true. That's probably why she good liked point. it. She like, just whip out a boob. Yeah. Feed Coben. That's priority Mommy's number like, one. How much? It was less than a thousand. That's not bad. Is that what it was? Yeah, it was like nine hundred something. Yeah, it's not bad at all. Because poor mom's sitting there, just like, how much? How much? How much do I pay? Yeah. Right. Exactly. It's that's what I'm saying. She can't afford any of this. Mm -hmm. And she goes and buys this ring. And that's the next thing they talk about is how she wants a nicer ring. Yeah. And she's like asking the assistant, the store assistant, like, oh, can you grab that little box in my purse? Uh, and I'll trade you because she was holding a glass of champagne and she whips out the ring. Right? Yeah. And I love that mom said, you know, it's not about the ring. 
It's about the relationship. True words have not been spoken. Literally everyone in her family has better ideas about what what marriage means, what a relationship means, what money-wise, like what you should and should not do. Everyone but Emily. And think about this. If your mom and you just learn that Emily bought herself a one-carat diamond, wouldn't you go... Wait, why did you ask us for money for the wedding then? I would, yeah. Absolutely. It's insanity. Absolute insanity. That's actually not what I would ask. I would ask, okay, so why am I paying for the dress? Why am I paying for- On top of the 10,000 that we gave you for the wedding. Why am I paying for anything? If you have enough to go buy yourself a one carat diamond ring, why am I paying for anything? I know. Be an adult. Be a 30-year-old adult. Sure, we'll chip in. Maybe we can chip in a little bit. But you should take the lead on this. You have money. Kobe has money. Put it together. You're adults. It's time to get off my teat. Well, okay. I'm going to take a pause here because I don't want to entirely shit on, you know, parents helping out because a lot of parents, our parents included, they helped us out a little bit. They gave us a gift for the wedding. We didn't ask for any money. We didn't ask. We didn't ask for anything. I think that's the difference though. Yeah, we didn't ask. Your parents gave us a very generous amount. My parents gave us a very generous amount. Your ma- your parents paid for your suit as a yes. gift to you, right? And it's awesome. Super generous. Super generous. Your mom packaged my wedding dress after it was done. They and went above and beyond. Gift. They went further than we yeah. could have ever even asked for because yeah. we, we would have never felt comfortable to even ask for Yeah, and same for my did. parents. Even though they couldn't, you know, they were doing it from the Czech Republic, we felt the support. Yes, but we never, ever asked. We had money saved for all that. And obviously, we ended up paying with our own money for the rest. But we never asked for anything. And that's the difference. We never asked. And we never went for anything that we couldn't have afforded ourselves. Yeah, absolutely. Our parents helping us made it easier. Mm-hmm. But let's not get it twisted. They didn't pay for the majority of the wedding. We paid for the majority yeah. of the wedding. They helped out. And it was a big help. Mm-hmm. But in this circumstance with Emily, the parents are paying for everything. I know. And that, I just wanted to make it clear for our friends because I'm sure it's a it's a pretty common custom when the parents help out with weddings as yes. a gift, right? But yes. again, if it's a gift that they want to do it for you, that's one thing. If you have to go and ask for it and then you're spending money on things you don't need. And that's the thing. And I just think it's priorities. Yes. It's Emily and Kobe not seemingly not chipping in a penny when they clearly can yeah. and then begging mommy and daddy to pay for everything. That's what rubs me. It's not the fact that the parents help. No, that's very no. common. Yeah. It's the fact that they're helping under these circumstances. Yes. And Emily mentioned she wants to have beautiful flowers. Well, that ring could have been beautiful flowers. That ring could have been a beautiful venue. That ring could have been the mm-hmm. beautiful catering. It could have yeah. been the entertainment, but you're so selfish and you're, you're so into these materialistic things that you're going to spend that money on a ring, a ring, you already have a ring and Kobe may get you another ring, but no, you're so, I want it now that you're yeah. going to go spend. It's crazy. It's infuriating, Therese. I am fired up. I'm fired up. <laughs> I can see that. Ah. Guys, I wish you could see John's face. Ah, fired up. All right. Should we move on so I can calm down a little bit? Sure. Let's move on to Jibri and Miona. Was this an overnight trip to Chicago? I guess. I guess if maybe the weekend. I thought the way they were talking about it, 
They were moving there for at least no. for at least a few weeks. The way Miona was like, I don't know, Chicago, I don't know anyone. <laughs> I was like, I thought you were going to be there for several weeks, if not longer. No. They were there for a night or two. They're back. And let me ask you this. Is Jibre just like the biggest baby? <sighs> he... He, yeah, he can't take a stand, it seems like. and He's trying, and he's he trying does to, take a stand. But I feel like when the parents or, or David tell him something that he it's different from what he says, he agrees with them. Does it make sense? Yeah. Like he keeps saying, yes, Miona, we're going to be treading, we're going to do it. And then the parents or David come in and say, okay, well, do you actually want to get married? If you didn't have 90 days, would you get married? And then Jibber is like, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. He seems like the type of person who couldn't break up with someone. Yeah. Because he would talk to his friends and they're like, you got to get rid of her, man. She's terrible. And he'd be like, yeah, you're right. And then he'd try to break up and she'd be like, no, but I love you. We're perfect together. And he'd be like, yeah, you're right. And he would just go back and forth. Mm. He He's not committed in his own mind, which I think no. makes it hard for him to plant a foot down and say, this is what I want. Because I don't think he knows what he wants. He wants to make the music happen. Yes. But I don't know if he fully believes in himself. I think maybe he sold himself this dream of, oh, yeah, we're one song away from hitting it big. I don't know if he believes that. And so, therefore, he's not ready to leave Miona to go all in on the band. And he does like Miona, but he knows or loves her even, but he knows there's issues. And mm-hmm. so when David's like, well, I don't know if this is great. He's like, yeah, you're right. I don't know. So he's not convinced himself one way or the other. Yeah. And he, at least he says things like, you know, the Chicago trip did not go as planned. We did not finish the song. We did not do what we <laughs> wanted to do. So at least he doesn't live in a full ass fantasy world. A little bit. It's, it's like a, a little, little bit, but that is a little. Based on a true story. A little hints of reality yeah. in him. And so what he does, like they're back in Rapid City and Jibri is meeting parents for a coffee and he thinks, okay, well, we have coffee at home. <laughs> we, got, we, got a, we got a Keurig machine at home. I don't know why we're going to the cafe. <laughs> I mean, uh, I think it's okay to go for a coffee. We, don't, we go out for a coffee even though we have a freaking coffee machine at home. I know, but if, if your parents said we should... We should go out and talk. You'd probably go, well, okay, why can't we just... Well, not with my parents because it's... My parents are Europeans. It's very, very, very common in Europe. You go on coffee dates during the day after work, just with your friend or with your parents, with your significant other. You go and you drink a coffee and you chit-chat. But... Americans well, have coffees on goes. But... Coffee on the go. But Miona <laughs> wasn't invited. So I think that is the telltale mm. sign of, oh, we got something to talk about. We, oh, have yeah. to, okay. we have to leave Miona behind and go to a coffee shop and talk. And they do. And Jabri tells his parents they've decided on a beach wedding. <laughs> and Brian's like, a beach wedding? I thought you were talking about a prairie wedding or a South prairie Dakota. W- prairie wedding sounds cool. Yeah. If you make it cool. But it was like, yeah, you can make it cool. When I think of a prairie wedding, wedding i could be completely wrong because this is i don't think either a prairie nor a wedding what are you thinking of those kind of like pieces of hay just like floating no, behind you no. that's a prairie i'm picturing the 
cover the John Mayer album Paradise Valley, oh. where he's just out there with his swell dog, and it's oh, I love that just cover. the landscape. I picture like that with a wedding, and it's it's beautiful. Yeah, I would I would take that. We're not beach people. No, even though we live in Florida. It's all backwards. We've only been to the beach once. I hate to say that. Twice. We, we talk we, about this all the time. We went to the beach in Miami. We talk about this all the time. <laughs> One of our friends sent us the best cartoon of, I think it was cats walking on a beach being like, why would people want to spend time in a giant litter box? Oh my gosh. So <laughs> Like true. nailed it. It's so true. Nailed. You know what it is about a beach? It's the fucking sand. Well, it's the I sand. can't stand the sand. I... I'm sweating right now. I get so hot all the time that why would I want to go put myself in a place that I know I'm going to get hot and get sand stuck to me, get in a car with the sand stuck to me. It doesn't sound ideal at all. Well, next time we go to Czech, we should go to Croatia because I actually love beaches in Croatia. Most of them are rocky beaches. Yeah. So the water is crystal clear. You can snorkel. You can pick up crabs. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. It's very different than sandy beaches. You don't have sand in your butt. True. And I understand a beach wedding aesthetically. Like my sister had a beach wedding and her photos are beautiful mm-hmm. with the sunset. Like I get that, but I'm wearing a suit. I'd be sweating. Yeah. And so the logistics to me don't work, but I get why some people like the idea of well, it. You well, don't, you don't have to wear a suit for a beach wedding. True. You can be more cash. True. Not if you're on below deck and your name's Allegra. that's a different show show. all right let's get back to this so the parents find out it's going to be a beach wedding because jabri wants miona to be happy yes and mahala is a little blindsided mother mahala thinking well you guys should have planned this from the beginning because we we would have to take time off if we're mm-hmm. going to travel. There's no beach in South Dakota. If you guys going to have a beach wedding, clearly we have to take time off. We have to travel to this wedding. And Brian's like, yeah, we'd really like to be at your wedding. But due to your lack of organization, I don't, I don't think I'm going to be able to attend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like you don't even know the date. I think yeah, there's, this, not even a, there's not even an RSVP or a save the date sent. Well, I think this was a whole an excuse of... We would love to be at your wedding, but we don't think you should get married. Therefore, we're not going to come. They have nothing going on. They just don't support the idea of this wedding. Yes. And again, 40 days in advance. I mean, yes, it might be a quick to let someone know, but also you can make it work. Yeah, for sure. Especially if it's your kid. And Mahala is a therapist, so we're scheduled to people. Yeah, I think to the I, following uh, week. I, yeah, I imagine she has her own practice, and yeah. I don't know what Brian does. I don't know, but <laughs> but yeah, so you just you guys just don't want to go. It's not that you're busy; you don't even know the date of the wedding. But the the issue, they kind of come out and say, Jabri doesn't seem happy, so they don't want to support this wedding, mm-hmm. this marriage. If and, he's not happy with yeah, her, yeah. And mom says, normally you're very bubbly and you're excited, and you're not doing it now. You seems like you're not okay. And Brian's like, yeah, you, you don't seem happy. And this is where Jimmy, once again, instead of being, oh boy. standing his own ground, he's like, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm, nah, I'm just overwhelmed. It's a lot with Miona. And I'm like, come on, Jimmy. Like, you need to decide and be with Miona. You want to be with Miona and take that side and say, no, we're doing great. I am happy. I might be a little stressed because of black syrups and whatever, but I'm happy. Or 
Say that you're unhappy, that you don't want to go through this, but don't be in the middle. But it's okay to be unsure. It really is okay to be unsure, especially in this circumstance. He hasn't known her that long. They are on a tight timeline. It's okay to go, I don't know. I like her. I don't know if I love her. I don't know if I want to spend the rest of my life with her. That's okay. You shouldn't have done a K-1 visa. You should have done a tourist visa. She should have come over here. They should have hung out, spent more time together, gotten to know each other, and then decided because he's fine to be unsure. Mm -hmm. That's a natural feeling. So I don't want to take away from someone not knowing. You don't have to know right away. But you shouldn't have done a K-1 visa then. Well, but they've been together before. It's not like, oh, they met online and they spent one week together and now she's here. We we could spend a year together and hang out every single day. That may not be enough time to know if you want to marry someone. True. So there is no right or wrong amount of time. But until you know that what you want to do is what you want to do, don't do it. That's that's wise. The, the thing I have more of an issue with is Mahal and Brian trying to paint Miona out to be this controlling, awful person. Because I hate to say it, Miona's been better than I thought she was going to be yes. when we first met her episode one. Yeah, I don't, she doesn't seem controlling or anything to me. The things she wants. Beach wedding. The beach wedding. I feel like that's like the beach wedding and not to be living in Rapid City in their parents' house, but that makes sense. She wants to move out. They're grown-ups, right? And she doesn't even have an attitude that we see around no. Brian and Mahalo. She's I like Mahona. I mean, there are a few things that maybe I would personally handle differently, but it's just me. I, overall, I don't see her doing anything crazy. Even that when she talked to Mahala, they had that little clothing issue it wasn't a bad fight no. or anything. It was just a, you know, okay, she has a different style. Mahala doesn't want her to walk around the house half naked. Okay, fine. And Miona is respectful of it. She didn't fight yeah. back. And we haven't seen her go against Mahala's yeah. wishes. She's not walking around in a G-string, right? No. And she's trying to cook. She's trying to make meals for the family. And Brian and Mahala are coming back and saying rude things about the cooking. So, they're, for whatever reason, they're trying to paint Miona out to be this villain. I don't think she's that bad. I think what bothers me about her is that when it happens, like the cooking or the clothes, she didn't seem that abs- upset at all. She seemed fine. She was like, okay, well, you know, this is you, this is me. What bothers me is that then she goes and she complains to Jibri about all this and she makes it sound worse. But at the moment, she handled it just she handled it just fine yeah right with grace she wasn't being an asshole she was being polite so why do you go and complain about all that and basically say mahala oh yeah like she doesn't like me she said this she did that like why that's how she felt i guess i don't know if she's trying to make it something more than it is i think that's how she is taking it Mm. right or wrong that's how she's perceiving it and perception's reality for her So then later that day, Jabri and Miona get together to talk in the park. Of course, they're matching once again. I missed that. Oh, black jacket, white shirt, black pants. Well, okay, but it wasn't. She was wearing a black leather button down. She was wearing another button down or jacket. No, but it was still black. Oh, I should say 
We have a friend. I don't want to say her name in case she doesn't want it out there. She bought something off Miona's Poshmark. Yeah. And breaking news, apparently Miona doesn't wash her clothes before she ships it to you because it smells like her perfume and hair product and whatever else. She just made the whole Miona experience being Miona. I wonder, yeah, is she thinking that? Like, is it more valuable? Like, if you bought a... You're wearing a Rolling Stone t-shirt. If you bought a Mick Jagger t-shirt that he wore on stage, you I would I you, would not want Mick to wash anything. Right, you probably want it sweat yeah, and all. I so want I, the whole <laughs> Mick Jagger experience. Miona Jagger over here. <laughs> so maybe that's what she's going for. She wants you to smell her pheromones. Oh, yeah. perfume. But yeah, I, I thought that was interesting. But I guess... I, it, it's, I, I can tell that she's the type of person who just bathes herself in a perfume like Darcy and it's like it's overwhelming Uh like you can you look at her you're like shit yes like she just pours bottles and bottles all over her yeah you know when she's been in a room even after she's left hours earlier oh yeah okay so they're talking and Jabri is like I'm stressed feeling a lot of pressure there's the band there's the relationship and he tells me when I talk to my parents and they don't think we're ready for marriage. And this is where whatever I just said kind of came in play because she started saying things that happened between her and Mahala. It's like, yeah, Mahala doesn't like me. And, you know, like with the clothes and with the cooking and, and probably something else. Like there's nothing right. else for her to complain about besides those two things, right? Well, and that's, so that's enough. Mahala's complained about that. And True. That's, en- that's enough. She's trying. But yes, but what I'm saying is that she handled the situation fine. Yeah. Her just keep talking and talking about it to Jibri only. I think it's silly. Like if she really felt certain way, she should talk to Mahala. I guess. Like in a nice way, because she could be like, hey, Mahala, what happened between us? Uh, you know, like I know there was nothing to, nothing, no follow up, but I... It's still, you know, it's stuck with me. Can we talk about it? Yeah, she should. She could be the, the adult. Not to keep bringing it up just with Jibri. I feel like that's what, that's what bothers me the most about Miona. The, yeah, everyone's, everyone's going behind everyone else's back and talking, which I guess a parent and a kid should be able to speak to each other without the significant other being there, but you have Miona and Jabri talking about the parents without the parents there. Then you have the parents and Jabri talking about Miona without Miona being there. And yeah, conversation, communication could solve a lot of things. We're not getting it here, but we have Jabri and Miona talking and and Miona just wants Jabri to kind of step up. And as she says, just be a man. Yeah. You're almost 30. Yeah. Be a, be a man. And choose what you want, mm-hmm. right? And Jibri brought the idea of postponing the wedding. Yes. And Miona said, I would leave your ass. And yeah. I agree with her because he brought her here on K-1 visa. Let's, let's not forget that getting the K-1 visa is not the easiest. If you break the K-1 visa, you don't marry. It's going to be difficult to get them again. Yeah. Right? That's a good point. But even that... He brought her here on K-1 visa, which means he brought her here saying, I want to marry you, right? Right. Again, we said at the top of the show, you can use the 90 days to decide, but you should have already made your decision. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. if you're applying for a K-1. Absolutely. Uh, they're engaged. It's not like, oh, she comes in on the K-1 right. visa and I'm going to see if I'm going to propose. No, you are already engaged. And that's a good point. You guys shouldn't be proposing to people if you don't want to marry them. Yes. And unfortunately, I feel like a lot of people do. They've been in a relationship for a few years. They're feeling the pressure. They propose to buy themselves more time. A proposal is not like, let's, okay, let's, let's put a ring on this and see how things go. It's let's put a ring on this and get married. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people just use it to buy time. Really? Yeah. Oh, because yeah. uh, some girls, some girls tend to go, we've been dating for four years. It's time to get married. And the guy goes, I'm not ready to get married, but I guess what's, what's an engagement? It's really just a piece of jewelry. So sure, let's do that. And they're just doing it to buy time. Maybe to get married in a year or two or three, but maybe they'll end up calling the engagement off. Who knows? Do you know someone who called off an engagement? I don't. No, I don't, but... I know it happens, but... It definitely happens. Yeah. And I know people that get married and then get divorced. Well, yes, we all do. Because you weren't really probably that happy mm -hmm. to begin with. So I don't agree with pressuring someone to make a decision because then you're probably True. going to regret that decision and get a divorce or call off an engagement. But I do hear where Miona is coming from. We shouldn't have done this whole K-1 thing if you just want to keep dating. Yes, that's that's right. Yeah. I'm putting Miona on this. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm kind of team Miona in a lot of this. And that's why when her parents or when Jabri's parents try to make her out to be this villain, I go, well, I don't know. From what I'm seeing, it looks like she's trying. Sure. Looks like she's trying. Jabri needs to decide what he wants. We know what Miona wants. Beach wedding. Beach wedding. What does Jabri want? <laughs> I think Jabri wants everything to work out. He wants to be a star. He wants the black syrups to be making his. He wants Miona and David to be besties. Like he wants these butterflies and everything pink. I think, yeah, I think he probably wasn't really accepted. I think we kind of know this. He wasn't accepted as a child. He always was the odd man out. And he's embracing that now and wearing the cowboy hats and the the funky clothes. Mm -hmm. And he's embracing his oddness. I love it. I love it too. He just wants to be accepted. And so he wants David to accept him. He wants Miona to accept him. Mm. And so he doesn't want to do anything that's going to hurt his chances of being accepted. True. That's think, a good point. I think that's what we're dealing with. Look at us being a little psychologist Look over here. All right. Should we talk about... Patrick and Thais. Yes. Okay. Ah. Oh boy. I I don't know even All right. where I want to go with this because I might upset some people. Well, let's talk about it because they're going shopping because they've been in Dallas for a few days and Patrick has noticed that Thais isn't happy. She didn't love the party, right? The welcome the, what's, what's that party called? Welcome home party? No. Housewarming party. Housewarming party. Yes. She wasn't thrilled. And she feels like the house is cold and she doesn't love the house, which the house looks awesome. House is beautiful. Let's remind everyone just to set the, set the mm -hmm. tone here. Set the scene. Patrick bought a million dollar home or close yes. to a million dollar home. It's a beautiful home. Looks good. Good condition. Great size. It's brand new. Brand new. Patrick bought it. 
Yes. Okay. Thais is living there with him, of course. And she doesn't love the way it feels, the decor, mm-hmm. the decoration. Yeah, so he's taking her shopping to make the house feel a bit more homey for her. Okay, let me start with this. I get it. You, both of you want to feel at home, right? When, not to really compare, but when John and I moved in together, we were thinking of getting our own place, looking around, looking around. But I loved John's apartment. I was basically living there without living there, right? I helped you find that place before we moved in together. So we just decided, let me just move in there with John, right? But once I did, I bought some, you know, dresser and that. We decorated the living room. We did that whole picture wall together. Yes. And we made it homey together. Yeah. Not really anything I hadn't done myself, though. You probably helped me out when I moved in. Yes. When when you moved in, we just got you furniture so your clothes could go That's somewhere. That's right. I, I helped you decorate it prior. You're yeah. right. You didn't come in and go, new couch, new rug. Everything was together and decided upon together. I don't think you ever said, I don't like the way this feels and tried to change it. And here's a big difference, Teresa. You were paying. I paid rent. You were paying. <laughs> yes, I Okay? Know. So I, I would never say this isn't Thais's place because it is and legally she can't work and it's not her fault if she didn't come with money to buy decorations. So I would never say like, oh, she doesn't have a say. But he just bought this million dollar home. Let's pump the brakes on needing to furnish it to your specific taste. Well, actually... You don't need to pump the brakes, but go to fucking Ikea where you can buy pillows for $5 yes, because, uh, and some blankets for $10 and vases for $10, $15. You basically can spend 200 bucks at Ikea and make it look homey. Yeah, because they, they do the classic 90-day trope. Oh, my gosh. I knew, You're so right. I knew it was going to be jo- ah. Jovi and Yara uh-huh. rug shopping 2.0. Oh, yeah. Oh, right? yeah. Where they go to a store that's too expensive, and then they get upset when everything's too expensive. Yes. Seriously. You can go to Ikea. Uh, again, Patrick said. Or do or go to Home Goods. We don't yeah. like the word art, but we like some of the stuff that they well, sell the there. pillows are expensive, though. The pillows our, are expensive. Our pillows like $40. at home <laughs> more. The bigger ones behind you no, are we would like 50, not. 55 we a would, piece. I would oh, yeah. not oh, yeah. We that. just love them. Really? Yeah. The smaller one was like $40. Go to Ikea. Well, Ikea, yes, we have a lot of pillows from Ikea, too. Definitely cheaper. Yeah, but they get to this expensive store, and Thais starts pointing out things, and, of course, it's too expensive. And she doesn't fully understand because she just got to the U.S., right? You don't really have the idea of, okay, is a $50 pillow too much? That's Can a good point. Can you find a cheaper one somewhere? She doesn't know. That's a good perspective. That's a very good perspective. They don't have the dollar. Yeah. Right? She doesn't know what things cost in the States. So that's fair. That's actually really fair. But Patrick is quick to be like, no, that's too expensive. We're not going to spend $500 on this rug. And we get a little cameo from Gustavo, the sales mm-hmm. associate, who's like, well, if you want to spend some money, but not too much money, well, why don't you start small and buy some pillows? Yeah. Buy some pillows and go from there. Expensive pillows. Go to Ikea. <laughs> <laughs> and so they start looking at other things. And Gustavo's like, this is this couple's not going to work. Their, their color schemes are not compatible. <laughs> I do not see this being a long-term relationship. And- 
in a way, like Patrick said, I like black, white, and gray. I do too. Hell yeah. I do too. But I like, I love yellow and you do too. So we use yellow as an accent color in the Casa, Casa de John and Teresa. Yes. <laughs> and we love it, but we both agreed on it. If I told John, hey, John, I want to have pink everywhere. You would be like, well, fuck no. Let's just find a way to make this homey together. Let's let's think about it. Let's find a color we both like, right? Let's find a color scheme we both love. You have to pick your battles. And I bet Patrick would be a lot quicker to give in to Thais's decorating eye if the rug wasn't $500. True. If it was a rug he didn't love, but it was 50 bucks, he might be like, sure, get it. Guess what? They have... Exactly the same rug in Ikea for like 130. I know. Oh, they used to. I know. We were looking at them, but it, was, it wasn't going with our vibe. No. But so they're still looking and even the pillows are too expensive. And so Gustavo's like, we'll try a vase. Just have it. Buy something. Production said you'd buy something if you filmed here. So just <laughs> this vase is like $19.99 on sale. Get the damn vase and get out of here. And so they did. <laughs> it's, it was so dumb. Like literally take her. To, I, I hate to say, but take her to fucking Ikea. I love Ikea. All right. This podcast is sponsored by Ikea. I'll tell you what. I recently took a friend of mine to Ikea. She's never been before. Yeah. <laughs> and she went nuts. How have you never been to Ikea? I don't know. She went nuts. I get it if you live in an area that doesn't have Ikea, but we live in a city that has an Ikea. Yeah. I I almost like laughed when I saw her just like buying shit because she's like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And I'm just like, yes, we have that. Yes, we have that it's too. So, yeah. yes, yes, we have that. <laughs> it's too good. It's so dangerous. We haven't been in a while. We need to go. But you go and you're like, wine glasses for 99 cents? Absolutely. We need more. You know, there's yeah. every, oh, it's so good. It's but, so good. But they they get the vase and, and then we hear from Thais and we hear Patrick wasn't like this in Brazil. He'd buy whatever. And now he's being stubborn with his money. Well, you know why? Because in Brazil, yeah. there wasn't the American dollar. And I don't know what the conversion is. That's I don't not know That's not how why. far the money goes. But it was it was vacation, Patrick. It was courting Patrick. He was mm. trying to win her over. So, of course, he's going to go above and beyond and spend and lavish and shower her with gifts. But now it's reality. Yes. But also, I'm sure it's cheaper things. Or maybe not. There are certain things that are way more expensive in the Czech Republic, like goods, like clothes and shit, are way cheaper in the U.S. Yeah, you have to ship everything. Yeah. Yeah, no. It's because he was courting her and he was trying to make a good impression. Mm -hmm. So they get back home. They place that beautiful new vase on the kitchen table and it's like a whole new house. Mm -hmm. When you put that vase there, it's like a whole new house. (laughs) Yes, but this whole fucking thing was just, ew, like... Ah, because Patrick is like, well, you can buy your own decoration with your own money when you have them. Dude, you brought her here. You know that she cannot work for a while. You probably promised her all kinds of things, right? Yeah. Let her buy a few, you know, let her buy a pillow and a throw blanket and a vase and don't make a big deal out of it. Here's where I think people will get upset with me. I don't agree with... Patrick's tone and the way he acted, but I agree with his sentiment. Be cautious with your money. Don't be spending $500 on a rug. And I don't agree with, 
well, one, you have money, you can spend it. But I kind of do. He's put her up in this million dollar home. I'm sure he's obviously paying for food and everything well, else. Well, he has to. Yes. He doesn't have to buy a $500 rug. And for her to get pissy over it, sorry, I can't take your side on that. Yeah. She, I feel like, again, they should have gone to Ikea to make, to buy something cheaper. But let's say they didn't, right? She has the vase. Things like decorations, as much as you and I love doing shit as soon as we move somewhere, that can weigh because Patrick said, we have a wedding to pay for. We have, you know, dress to buy you. I basically have to pay for everything because you're not allowed to work. Right. There I are probably more, pay for John too. There are, right. I'm sure he is paying for yeah. John. There are more important things to be paying for yeah. and to be keeping an eye on your finances than decorating this house that's perfectly decorated, but just not to your liking. And you look at it and the couch is nice. There is a table. Everything's like, fine. Yeah. And also there is a little tip, right? John and I, we make our own art. Doesn't mean that we paint it, right? We go to Etsy. We find posters or whatever yeah. we love. We buy it for like a dollar or two on Etsy. And then we print it at fucking Staples or whatever printer we yeah. find. Then you spend $100 on a frame at Michael's. But it's but still way cheaper than so, buying. Yeah, and of course. I love, I don't want to flex, but our living room is gorgeous. Our f- Everything we framed looked awesome, but we did it on a very tight budget because, yes, in a couple of years, we might be like, oh, let us do something else. And I wouldn't feel bad because I have the frames now yeah. and I spent three, four dollars on the art. Yeah. So you can do, th- you can be creative with things. Yeah. And that's... I'm completely fine with that. And that's not where I have an issue. I don't have an issue with Thais trying to make the home feel more like hers because, yeah, John's living there. It probably feels uncomfortable. She wants to feel more like it's her place. That's fine. But to throw a hissy fit because he's not spending an exorbitant amount of money on decorations, that's what upsets me. And then she takes it even further when she's literally basically saying, show me your bank account. I want to see how much money you have. Well, they're getting married, so she should know. Yes. You have the, you do have the money conversation. You and I had the money conversation when we got engaged. I don't know if we did. We did because we wanted to see how much each of us can start putting into savings towards the wedding. Okay. But again, I I was working. It was, you know, I wasn't here on K1 visa, so it's a very different situation that you and I had. Yeah. And I, I do agree. I think, sure, I guess... If you're engaged, you should talk about it. Definitely, if you're married, you should talk about finances and and be completely transparent because that's the only way you'll set yourself up for success in the future is to Mm -hmm. know what you're working with. But in this situation, I would kind of feel like I need to be protective only because she seems like a gold digger. So if I said, oh, I have 500,000 in the bank, her eyes would get wide and she'd be like, yep, I chose the right guy. I'm going to keep going forward with this. If I said, oh, I have $1,000 in the bank and she goes, I might get out of here. I don't know if I want to show her how much I have because I want to see, is she here for me or is she here for the money? You see, I don't agree with you right here because later on, like, yes, Patrick is being, and I hate this. I hated that he threw money at her 
and his platinum yeah, his, card, his right? his approach was gross. Yes, yes. But she didn't take it. She said, I can't do this. She walked away. And when she came back, they talked about things. And she basically said, you need to tell me things. Like, I understand where you're coming from. You grew up poor because he throws it out there. And yeah. I, I get it. But she's like, you need to tell me things like this. And I get it. She didn't grab the money and of jumped in not. the car it's, and took off. Some girls would. Come on. No. I mean, oh, she, yeah. No, she's smarter in her plans to to suck him dry. But again, he, I think he was right in his feeling of we shouldn't be spending our money on this. He was wrong in his approach to tell her, no, we're not going to spend our money on this. No, absolutely. His approach was wrong, but he was right by saying, I'm paying for everything. Let's just pump the brakes, right? Yeah. But I hated it who th- he threw money at her. Yeah, that was gross. But- and she didn't... Listen, if she was a gold digger, she's going to grab it and no, she's going to go. No, because oh, that's, yes. short, that's a short-term gain. She can play the long game and uh, and get much more money over time and live in the million-dollar house. No, she's not going to take the credit card and go buy the painting. Well, so, okay, again, some girls would, and they would still spin it around. So the guy would feel like an idiot. Maybe. Here's, here's what I don't understand. She goes... I think my dad was right. Americans just want to take advantage of Brazilian women and buy them with their money. Patrick did the opposite. Patrick wouldn't spend his money well, on her. Well, again, he did. He bought the iPhone, the eyelashes, and the nails. Yeah, but now he's like, all right, enough is enough. I spent $10,000 on you within you this first few weeks. Enough is enough. And now she's like, my dad was right. Americans just want to mm. buy me. What are you talking about? He literally did not want to buy you. I think they need to sit down and actually have an adult conversation about money, about how much things cost, about the fact that he's paying and working, she's not. Uh, they yeah. need to set some some boundaries. Like if right now he's paying for everything, maybe she, I don't want to say that she gets allowance, but maybe she does sure. in a way. She, right? she needs to feel some freedom and she needs to feel like her own person. Not, yeah. Oh, I need to ask Patrick every time I want to go buy yeah. a coffee or something. Yeah, she should have something of her own. It's not her fault she can't work. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, it, it's a tough situation, but it, it rubbed me the wrong way, the way she wanted to spend Patrick's money. There's better ways to spend that yes, money. Yes, but Patrick didn't approach this situation smartly either. It's Are, a smartly a word. I don't know. I'm not smartly enough to know. (laughs) All right. I think we need to take a quick break after that bicker session. This is why people don't listen to husband and wife podcasts. We don't bicker. We bicker too much. We don't bicker. We We debate. We debate. All right. Well, no debate here. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How is it going? It's going fine. I feel like I'm about to get enraged again, though. <laughs> I feel like that's all you've been doing on this episode. Ah, I'm so ah. enraged. I'm telling you, TLC, you did it. Congrats. You made me feel something. You're feeling a lot. Rage. All right. Let's talk about our next couple. It's Bilal and Shida. Oh, yeah. Visiting ATL. Atlanta. Or, or as Bilal said, it, welcome to the South, which... It's the South. It is the South, but Atlanta is not the South. It's the South. 
Georgia's the South. I, uh, Georgia's the South. Georgia's the South. All right, welcome to the South. Welcome to the South. So, yeah, he and Shida are visiting his sister, Nefertari, in Atlanta. They're going to uh, do some wedding planning, mm-hmm. I guess, while they're in town and just show Shida around. So, Bilal goes to Juma, loves his Juma, <laughs> and Shida and Nefertari, they go wedding dress shopping. Yes. Apparently, she's a fashion designer. Did you pick up on that? Yeah. Which is cool. I think Shaira said something like that. Well, she's like, yeah, Nefertari is a fashion designer, so I, I love that she's here to help me pick out a dress. So they're going wedding dress shopping. Yes. And Shaira's trying on dresses. And I like what she's wearing, but let me ask you this. It was a regular wedding dress, but she was wearing a long sleeve shirt underneath, Yes, right? that's what I wrote down. I wanted to ask you. So I guess huh. neither of us have the answer, but we both have the assumption. It was like the regular, what do you call it, like strapless wedding dress? Yes. But there are wedding dresses, like long sleeve wedding dresses. I had a long sleeve wedding dress. Yeah. Why don't seemed, you go for that? Yeah, it seemed like she was wearing a white bodysuit. Yeah. Like an almost like an Under Armour yeah. bodysuit with the traditional wedding dress on top. Because she likes that. She likes that style. I get that. Or... Here's something, and I have no idea, so call in, guys. Why not wear a skin tone bodysuit so then you could actually see the cut of the wedding dress? Mm. Wouldn't that be Maybe something? that would be too much. Why? It's You're not showing your actual body. You're showing... Yeah, but you, it would look like You're it. alluding to it? Yeah. Call in. I don't know. I'm just spitballing over here. Either way, it was a nice dress. I like that dress more than em- Emily's dresses. Wasn't my vibe. It was hard to tell. You couldn't well, see. But that's the thing. It. It but it looked classic. I like that. It was well, like because classic. she was all in white. Yeah, it was hard to tell. Yeah, that's upsetting. Her boobs were out. I know it's a disappointment. <laughs> anyway, so they start talking. Nefertari and Shida. They're talking about how are things with Bilal. Oh boy. Okay. Shida needs to learn how to read the room. Okay, tell me more about your feelings. Because I get okay. If I had something to complain about you, right, I would not complain to your sister. That's a good point. Or I would maybe say like, hey, have you ever experienced like John <laughs> being a little, An say, a little nosy, right? <laughs> or like every single time I take a selfie, he's always in it. Is he a, I don't know. Is he a prankster? To, I don't know how to tell him. Like, have you ever experienced like something silly, right? But she goes straight up into complaining about Bilal and Nefertari is taking Bilal's side. So much so. So much so. That you forget, oh yeah, Nefertari I think was raised by the same people who raised Bilal. Because when Shida brings up, oh, you know, sometimes I bring things up to him and he just turns it around on me and tells me things that bother me. Nefertari goes, yeah, well, you you should probably... He should probably pick his own time to tell you things that bother him because Mm -hmm. his feelings are just as valid. And it's like, she's doing the same exact thing that Bilal (laughs) does, right? Right. She doesn't let Shida have her own feelings. It's yes, but it's it's a sick game of improv. It's like, yes, and. It's like, yes, but. I think she's there as... Bilal's sister, right? And so she doesn't want to hear that her brother is controlling. She kind of is there to talk on his behalf because he's not there to defend himself. 
Yeah, and I guess I was wrong because for some reason I thought Nefertari was on Shida's side. I guess I just thought like girl power. Like I did this, too, this and Shida bomb, says, "Oh my gosh, Nefertari is like my big sister." But but then you remember, oh wait, Nefertari was there at the start of the prank. Like she almost mm-hmm. she helped set up the prank, and so clearly she is all Bilal. She Hell is yeah. cut from the same cloth as Bilal, and yeah. I kind of had to remind myself of that, yeah. and then this makes sense. It's almost like she kind of removed herself from this whole thing because she's like, yeah, I don't know Bilal like that. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because you are Bilal. You guys, you guys are one yeah. and the same. But again, I don't think that, and I, I have a good relationship with your sister. I don't think if there was something that bugged me about you, I would talk to you, first of all. I know, I know Shaira tries talking to Bilal, right? Yeah. But I don't think that your sister would be the second person I would go to. No, but she would call me on my shit. Your sister? Yeah, she would definitely be like, oh, yeah, John definitely does that. I would actually talk to your mom. And she would call me on my shit, too. I know. (laughs) I would be like, John's mom, South. But that's probably why I I hope I'm not a douchebag. Because people call me on my shit, right? I I I do, too. I probably have douche tendencies but then people call me on my shit and i fall in line no one's calling Bilal on his shit nefertari is an enabler because she's the same way very true right very true all right there was a little talk about kids but nothing really came of it we know shida wants kids yeah and again nefertari is like yeah Bill doesn't want to have kids, but he wants to have it on his own timeline. Yeah. Like he doesn't Ugh. want to have this timeline. I'm like, ugh. ugh, okay. All right. New day. Next day. The Atlanta Eye. Excuse me? You know, there is a huge Ferris wheel in London. It's called the London Eye. Mm-hmm. So I call this the Atlanta Eye. Mm-hmm. It's wrong. the Ferris wheel. And Centennial Park. Yes, we just been there a couple of weeks ago. We were just, it wasn't a couple of weeks ago. We were there for Jan Mayer, I think. Yeah, that's a couple of weeks ago. It was in April. Fuck, it's June. <laughs> okay, well, <laughs> two months, months ago. A couple of months ago. Yeah, we did not go on the Ferris wheel and we do not have a prenup. So very no. different No, there's situation. nothing. there is nothing I could have taken from you and the other way around. Oh, how dare you? <laughs> Um, We're just a young couple building ourselves up together. That's right. And we share our finances. Yes. And also we don't have kids. Very transparent. So they're on the Atlanta Eye as Teresa. Yes. (laughs) Is is that similar to the Royal We, the Atlanta Eye? No. Oh. Like I like. Gotcha. So. I'm I'm winking at John. Gotcha. Bilal goes. So probably not the best time, but uh, we got an email. We got the contract, the marriage contract. Did you hear him saying, I'm a Mr. Romantic, as Shida would call me? Yeah, I think she was being sarcastic. her on a Ferris wheel? Uh, I think she was being sarcastic when she said that. Okay. Guys, girls, Colin, is Ferris wheel romantic? Yeah, when you're 12. I don't get it. I don't don't see it. When you go to the carnival in your town, when you're in middle school, it's romantic. Really? Oh, yeah. We used to, like, sneak booze on it, and we're just like, woohoo. No. I I've would never take, been on a date on a Ferris oh, wheel. I would take all my high school girlfriends to the, the Sizzler. What's the Sizzler? That's another carnival ride. 
I, I, win, saw, I win her a prize. Okay, I, I saw the, the carnival in your town. It sucked. I, well, that's what that's romance <laughs> in Connecticut. It's that's small town romance, Teresa. <laughs> be lucky you met me when I lived in New York. <laughs> Otherwise, we'd be eating cotton candy and we'd be on the Ferris wheel making out. No, no. The, oh, I did like there was a hot dog eating contest. That was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. So Balasa gets this email, and here's. Here's the first red flag. I mean, we've gone through an entire factory of red flags, but he can't even call it the prenuptial agreement. He's not like, oh, we got the prenuptial agreement. He goes, we got an email, a contract, right? He can't even utter the words. The marriage contract. He can't even utter the words. Mm -hmm. But Shida knows. Well, but Shida also says, I'm in a complete shock. He brought up prenup before, but I didn't think he was serious. Dude, okay, I do not like Bilal. I do not really like Shida either. But Bilal has kids and he has assets. I understand the prenup in this situation. Yeah, also believe people when they say things. Yes. And I would, okay, if Bilal is in his maybe early to mid-30s, right, doesn't, makes normal money, doesn't own anything, doesn't have kids, then I would be like, I don't think you need a prenup. Uh, but again, he is in his mid-40s. He does have two kids. He does own some money. He built something for himself. I think it makes sense, especially because they don't know each other that well. Yeah. It might end very, very quick, and he would end up with nothing. Or, I, yeah. I don't disagree with the idea of a prenup or an actual prenup in this case. I just am so appalled by the approach that he takes. I mean, yeah. they're on the Ferris wheel, whatever. Forget that. How about, I'll show you a little of what it looks like. What kind of bullshit is, <laughs> I'll show you a little. Okay, does she get to see the whole thing before she signs or just the, just the cliff notes of the prenup? I think he should have talked to her again saying, I'm going to have a prenup drone, right? Yeah, yeah. To protect my kids to protect you as well. We'll look at it together. But this is something I want. Like, there is a way to approach this whole fucking thing. The way he did it, it wasn't right. Even he said, like, this wasn't probably the best time to do this. But Teresa, No you, shit. But he was doing it to take her mind off her fear of heights. <laughs> <laughs> what a moron. What a moron. What a moron this guy what is. What an idiot. Oh, it's, oh my uh, gosh. It's unbelievable. And it, guys, this is not make-believe. No, no producer, no writer no. could come up with this. is pure Bilal assholery. Yeah. Well, Shida doesn't view prenup as something positive. No, this is not the romance and story. And that's why I'm saying, like, Shida was like, I just, I don't think we need it. I think we can have a fairy tale without a prenup. But what do you think about Bilal saying, we do, we have a love story, but marriage is business. Yeah, I hated that. You don't think marriage is business? No. I don't either. No. I, I think some marriages are. Yes. I think a marriage can be business for yes. sure. I just don't think it should be. No, it should not. It should be love. You should. Just, it should be love. But again, I can understand prenup in a situation like Bill Allison. He has two freaking kids. Like, I get it. Yeah, I don't disagree with the prenup. Yeah. I disagree with the approach. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> the approach was horrible. Why are we on a Ferris wheel? Yeah. 
whipping out the prenup and, and only letting her see the subject line of the email. But it's it's good. It's fun with the God. That's important. God and, is okay with the prenup. And that's some more bullshit right there. Is mm-hmm. Bilal putting in our religion when he goes? Allah always says, write it down. He says, write it down. <laughs> and that's what we're doing. We're writing it down. <laughs> no, you're not. Your lawyer isn't emailing you a copy of it. I almost spilled my vitamin C on the mic. Look at how healthy Look Therese is being. Not, not drinking anymore. <laughs> Speak for yourself. <laughs> I finished. Yeah, you finished your whiskey. Um, but that's bullshit. Now you're putting it on. I hate, be religious if you want to be religious. That's fine. But to put something like this on religion and to use it against someone, I don't think that's what Allah would want. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know Allah, but I don't think this is what he had in mind. <sighs> When he said, put it on the paper. Yeah. <laughs> well, the romance continues because after the Ferris wheel, there is a horse carriage that I hate. What is it with this couple <laughs> and their strange modes of transportation? <laughs> because uh, Bilal thinks that all these, doing all that shit is clothes, romantic. These closed confines are romantic. Like, the gondola, yeah. the Ferris wheel, the horse and carriage. What is happening? This is insanity. It's So, as we said, we we went to Atlanta about two months ago. Not bragging. Not bragging, but <laughs> walking around. I hated the horse carriage. I feel bad for the horses. I feel so bad for those horses. I literally told John, let's just run and free all the horses. And then John said, it's not the smartest idea I've well, had. Well, they'd probably get hit by a car or something. Yes, but, but those horses do not want to pull your ass around Atlanta. I hate that people still do it. They should. There was like a petition. They tried to ban it from Central Park. They should ban it. And And guys, I'm sorry, not sorry. It's not romantic. If you've ever no. taken one, it smells like shit. Have you ever? I haven't. I think when I, I was a kid, maybe I, I could be uh, Rachel Collin. We may have done it <laughs> as a family when we were young in, in Central Park, but I've been around those horses. They smell like shit. Yeah. It's, it's cold. They carry their or it's hot. around. It's, it's yeah. never the right temperature. It always smells. It's not romantic. So no. stop doing and it. And I feel bad for the horses, most importantly. But you don't feel bad riding a horse. But I feel like if you ride a horse in the nature, it's okay. It's definitely better than... Because after you ride the horse, they usually, they can take a break. They can run around. They can snack on grass. Right, they can do their right. own thing. They, They're not... Take care of them. They live in the stables. I don't even know where these horses live. You it's don't wanna, horrible. You don't want to know. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm, now I'm enraged. Ah, thanks, Bilal. So they're riding in the carriage and Shida asks to see the prenup. Again, ah. and, and she starts reading it, and Bilal's like, "I was gonna serenade you. I was gonna sing, but all right, if you want to see the prenup, what, what a moron! What an absolute moron!" <laughs> and she goes, "I don't see anything in here about if we have more kids." And Bilal's like, "Well, this is all about you. This whole this whole email is about you, and it's in the first sentence. I'll be the maintainer provider of my future wife." And maintainer. The verbiage is not romantic. What does that even mean? <laughs> Mr. Romance over here needs what does, some. What, what does it even mean? He's going to main, maintain her? He will be the controller and maintainer of Gee. his future wife. Come on, Teresa. Yeah, the whole, thing is, the whole thing is crazy. Not the right time. Not the right place. And the whole thing makes Shida feel like he doesn't trust me. 
and he doesn't. He doesn't. Everything he's done since you've been here has been a test of trust. Did you see that he? I think he did it on the gondola too. He's he has the blanket on his legs. Does he? Yes, and that's it. <laughs> Shaina has no blanket. I think he did it on the gondola. He did it on the gondola. Yeah, he did it again. On the gondola. He now I'm it. talking like you. He did it again. On the in the horse yes. carriage. I have a big note saying Bilal has the blanket all to himself. What a baby. What a oh baby. Oh, my gosh. Uh, the segment ends with Bilal telling the camera, if she doesn't sign the prenup, I really can't see us getting to the finish line. Yeah, but Shad, I feel like they don't need it. So let's see. <sighs> I don't like either of them. So Me neither. choose your own adventure, guys. Be with whoever you want to be. I don't. I have zero investment in either of you. But I love pod- podcasting about this shit. Because you feel something. I'm so mad about the horses, but yeah. 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 All right. Let's talk about Ari and Benny. Okay. They're home playing with Avi. Benny's fight is coming soon, right? Yeah. Yeah. So here is where TLC really fucked up the timeline because they're trying to play this that the fight, the previous fight at the gym with Melissa was the day before. Yeah. But it wasn't because Adi has brown hair. Ooh. During the fight, she was full as blonde. They're also, and thank you to the friends that sent this in. Some people sent us screenshots where Ari changes bra color mm-hmm. in between that fight. Yeah. So TLC is all yes. sorts of fucking But up not over even here. this. So now Ari has brown hair. They're talking about a fight at home. Yeah. When we go to the fight, Ari's blonde again. So the fight Ooh. happened before. Four, I think. So they filmed the the morning, this morning yeah. scene after. After the fight yeah, and after all that. Uh, listen, Theresa, she's got nothing else to do. She's probably dyeing her hair different colors every day of the week. I don't think she does because her blonde hair, okay, but her blonde hair doesn't look good. But I also think it's, uh, she puts like stripes in or it's like balayage or something. I don't think she would do it herself. Maybe she dyed her brown hair herself, but you can't really do go back and forth that often mm. because you're gonna burn your hair. Kind of looks like she did, so, but okay. She looks better with brown hair. Okay, let's, be, let's all be honest. All right, but, hairstyle the segment. So, yes, this is what's going on. So she has her brown hair. They're talking about the upcoming fight. Yes, and more like the past and fight. and the previous fight that yeah. they had at the gym. Uh, tell me your thoughts on this because Ari feels like. Benny lied to her. Ari says, you have to tell me the truth all the time. You got to work on your honesty. I didn't know you were fighting Melissa, a woman. Well, I would want you to know. I don't want you to know. I would want to know who you're fighting with. Just more out of curiosity. And I guess if you kept just saying, oh, yeah, my sparring partner, my sparring partner, I would picture a dude, obviously, mm-hmm. because you're a dude, right? Mm-hmm. If I found out it was a girl... For me, I would be like, why didn't you tell me? Like, it would have been okay if you just said it. Are you hiding something? Do you think it's lying, though? I don't think it's lying, but I would say, why? Like, do you have a crash on her? And therefore, you just didn't even want to get into that? Why didn't you tell me that you're... Or are you ashamed that you're sparring with a girl? Like, what's yes. going on? But don't you think you spar with someone different every day? I don't think you have one partner. I guess. Well... When I tell you about my day, I go into details. I would want you to do this. I know, and I wish you would stop. What are you talking about? Like, enough is enough. What are you talking about? 
what you love when I'm I give you kidding. details about my day. I'm just kidding. But I, I don't think it was lying. I don't think it was lying either. I almost felt Benny probably didn't even go there. Or or maybe he did, but he knew that she would lose her shit. So he decided not to. It's not worth the fight. Well, yeah. that's where I go. Well, maybe now you are teetering on not lying because I don't believe lying by omission is a thing that doesn't even make sense. But if you think she might be upset, well, then you should tell her. Yeah. So uh, I, I, I just think he probably thought, listen, this is a, my sparring partner for the day. Mm-hmm. And I didn't mention it because it was a one time thing. If he was sparring with her every night, well, maybe we should talk about yeah. this just because have a conversation and tell your wife what you're doing. But I, I don't think he was lying. I don't think he was lying either. Okay. So then they talk about this upcoming fight and Ari tells the camera, I wish Benny would just focus on our relationship. I wish his dream wasn't MMA. I think she should appreciate that he has some dreams that are actually doable because he's been working on this for a while. It's not like he landed in the the U.S. He has 500 pounds, right? You just watch his TV every single day eating donuts, but he wants to be an MMA fighter. No, that's been (laughs) something he's been pursuing, something he's been training for prior to coming to the U.S., right? So be happy that he has a passion because in the long run, it's important that your partner has a passion. And I agree with that. I just find it funny that she was supportive of his MMA fighting. She was driving him to the gym, even though it was... I think she is supportive. All it took was him grappling with Melissa once. Mm. And now she's like, I really wish MMA wasn't a dream of his. (laughs) That's all it took. I think she's fine with it. I think she should appreciate him actually really having a passion or a hobby or potential new job who knows yeah it could it could pan out and pay decent money yeah he could become charles one day too true yeah and it does seem like he's more involved with avi than she is yeah so he does seem like he is a present father yeah so let him pursue his dream at least a little bit i think it's more of her being afraid if something happens to him like what are you going to do? Who's going to pay for the bills? Mm, probably Janice and Fred. Probably. Probably. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so a week later, it's fight night and Ari's getting dressed for junior prom. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy you said it because that was my note. What, <laughs> what is she dress? wearing? What was that dress? Like literally every spring, Macy's has a section with dresses like this for the prom. For the junior prom. Yeah. It wasn't even the s- senior prom. Or what in the middle is school. she? Like the hair? What's going on? Yeah. If I was Benny, lot. I would be like, change. It was a lot. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it gets worse because before they head to the venue, Ari goes to Benny and says, what if I tell you I have a bad feeling about this? What if I tell you this isn't going to go the way you think it's going to go? This is literally the exact opposite thing you should be telling someone before Mm -hmm. they go to fight. You're putting all these bad thoughts into his head Mm -hmm. the minute before he steps into the ring. That's like being at the top of the mountain skiing and be like, 
I don't think this is going to be a good run for you. I think you might, I think you might break something on this run. Like that's literally the last thing you want to say to someone before they go and do something like this. And that's what she's doing. I kind of understand where she's coming from. She's trying to see if he could possibly, you know, back off. Maybe he would give up because she, I think she's afraid for him. Nah, Fred got in her head. Father Fred got in her head. Because apparently he was talking about how dangerous MMA can be. And so I he, mean, it can. Let's oh, be honest. It's probably one of the most dangerous Did things you, you can see do. One of the, I don't understand any of this MMA, UFC. What's the difference? UFC is a brand. You see that the new championship, champion is from the Czech Republic. No way. Yeah. Are we it was into, a big thing. Are we into MMA no. now? But I saw it. All my friends I mean, were we, posting well, about we it. We watched when Conor McGregor fought and... You it's you watched it. I was really drunk at your friend's house. Oh boy. And I passed it on the couch. No, that was when no, that's when he fought Tyson. Oh. Or not Tyson. Mayweather. Mm. We don't know anything about fighting. <laughs> no. I, it's not something I want to watch, to be honest. But Okay, but either way I think, Oh boy. Excuse me. Bless you. <laughs> yeah, MMA. Okay. UFC though, or new UFC champ Yuri Prochaska brings belt to the Czech Republic six days ago. Wow, that's pretty exciting. We yeah, should, we should check it out. Oh, I'm gonna see a picture of him. Let me see. Oh, I'm my. just handing over my iPad. Oh, look at him! He's got the Czech flag in yeah. the ring. He looks very Czech. Everyone was talking about it on social media. He looks very Czech. Uh, Czech MMA star, but is it UFC? It is UFC. It is UFC. Super exciting. Good for you guys. Thank you. All right. Okay, let's get to the venue. Let's talk, All right. let's, let's talk about this. So Benny's getting his hands wrapped. He's getting ready for the fight. Janice is there. Janice loves Janice UFC. Is like, I love it. I'm excited. I'm a little afraid if he gets hurt, but I love it. <laughs> She's like, she was checking in with, uh, with the uh, EMTs. The like, and like I, went, they, I went to make sure they have an ambulance. I wanted to see if they had any openings. Like maybe I could get a job working for the UFC. <laughs> She's a super oh, fan now. She's so I love Jenny's. Yeah, and that's and this is when we see Angela in the yeah. background. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm so glad they didn't give her any more screen time. Mm-hmm. She's like, yep, there she is. Well, the fight is on. We see Benny Ooh. fighting, 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 fighting. Thirty three seconds later, he's in a choke. The other person's in a choker. He, he, this and the other person who he was fighting. Had like a dead bod. Very doughy. <laughs> right. Balding. Like, I would not be nervous. Fred should have been front row because mm-hmm. I would have not been nervous if I was Benny going against whoever this was. But it's a technique and tactique, too. It is. It is. But look, it got pretty intense for yeah. 33 seconds until... And Benny won. I love that Benny he won. Benny tapped him out. He was a champ. He jumped. You're he so... You, you, you're... Uh, I don't want to watch it, but no, I like but be, it. No, be, but you could never be a color commentator. Get a Show a little enthusiasm. You're I just did. Like, you're just like, oh, he won. And he, and no, he, he won. He jumped. He no, but you got to build, build a little anticipation. Oh. And, and you, 33 seconds, and he's got him down on the ground, and he's got his arms around him, a double reverse chokehold, and he's got him, and he taps him out. Like, come on, give the people what they want. You know, we all watched the show, right? I know, but you, <laughs> well, not all of us. Some people just listen to the That's podcast. True. You know? You got to paint the picture. You got to get okay. people. You got to get Guys, people. Guys, John just painted it for you. I'm, this is this is a big. I was fired up watching this, and you're just like, yeah. So we won 33 seconds, and later, this is a big moment for Benny. You're just breezing through, like he didn't I just wasn't beat the, breezing through. I like, dare you. Like he didn't just beat the <laughs> shit out of Dad Bod over here. Okay, <laughs> give the man some do. I said he climbed. 
He jumped. He backflipped. Yeah, it was he exciting. He was getting the Ethiopian flag around his arms. All right. I'll, I guess I'll just watch the fights by myself from now on. No, I want to watch. All right. No, well, I you, don't. You didn't seem too excited about it. You don't like it. watching a fight. No, too much violence for me. I get scared for these boys. All right. All right. That was it. He won. It was a real fight. Yeah, I think this is the start of maybe a solid career. He looked yeah. like he knew what he was doing. Charles was bummed. He's like, he was using all the techniques. I was practicing with him as a coach. It's beautiful to see. It was great to see. Yeah, he was getting Ari on his shoulders. Yeah, he could not stop backflipping. No, it was, it was <laughs> great. All right. All right, one more. One more. Cora and Guillermo. So Kara's meeting up with her friend Tim for drinks. Guillermo did not want to go out for drinks. No, he's talking dirty to the washing machine so instead. He's, he's getting his needs fulfilled by <laughs> this this whirlpool. I mean, that's the home. dream. I wish I could go out, hang out with friends, and you would just do all the housework. No, you don't. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, I, I would want you to come with me. Okay. Also, so, what friends? Exactly. <laughs> so Tim ordered what I'm going to call sunshine shots. What's that? It is what I'm going to call a shot anytime you take it when the sun is just out and blaring. Like, why are we doing afternoon tequila shots, Kara? Yeah. Be a little, be a little mature as you think you are. Yeah. It's 1230 in the afternoon and you're ripping tequila shots while your fiance is back home doing laundry. Listen, I'm all for having a drink in the afternoon, but maybe not shots. Maybe not shots. Yeah. Maybe not while your fiance is back home doing Very chores. True. Okay, trying to earn his allowance. Mm-hmm. And so I did not like Tim. Eh, Tim didn't bother me. I did not. There's too many, too many questions. He's almost like trying to show Kara that she should not marry. But poor Guillermo is so into this. Well, yeah, he was a little too supportive of her immaturity, I yes. would say. Because he, he's like, so you're not working. Guillermo's not working. She's like, well, I'm trying to do real estate, but I haven't sold the house yet. What happened to the balloons? <laughs> right? You just give up on the balloons? And or do you stage the homes with balloons? Ooh, that would be cool. That could get some, would, some potential I buy, buyers. I would buy a house. No, you wouldn't, but you'd probably go and look. Oh, what balloon installation did she do this time? <laughs> but yeah, if you are trying to get your license or if you're becoming a realtor, I'm sure she has shit to do too, to learn. At least I would hope so. But Kara said, yeah. So Tim is like, so what are you doing? And she's like, we're just like practicing making babies. Uh, uh, we, we get it, Kara. You yeah, you have fuck. sex. Yeah, we, we all do. It. Yeah, we get it. <laughs> so so like, okay, well... Guillermo can't work until he, he gets married and gets cars. his permit. Yeah, yeah, like, can you guys get married sooner so Guillermo can get to work? And Kara's like, well, it's funny because we're not on the same page about the wedding venue, actually. Guillermo wants this big wedding, but I don't think we can really do that. I don't think he does anymore after he learned how much it costs. No, so. at least he did come back to reality yeah. when he learned the price tag and said, okay. Because some people would probably kick and scream and go, but no, we can afford it. Beach wedding. Beach wedding. (laughs) No, he he knows. And so Tim's like, well, I thought you guys would do a small courthouse wedding and and maybe do the big wedding later. Mm -hmm. Which is sort of what we all think. Yes. So that's why I'm I'm not totally anti-Tim over here. I think he's 
somewhat logical. I just don't like his personality. That's just a yeah. He's playing. He's playing care with tequila shots while the sun's shining bright. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't approve of that message either. But then he asks Guillermo how Guillermo feels about the party lifestyle because we know how Tim feels about the party well, lifestyle. Yeah, but I also felt it was wrong because Tim is like Kara being engaged is just weird. Why right. is it weird, dude? You're because, her friend. Be supportive. No, because he knows who Kara is. And he knows Ataga can't change his stripes. <laughs> <laughs> Below deck reference if you don't listen to that podcast. But Ataga can't change his stripes. And Kara's this crazy party animal. It's not a tiger, but it's an animal. It's a party animal. And she doesn't have a job. She doesn't have a paycheck. She doesn't have... Well, she has something because she's taking care of herself and Guillermo. They, unlike the most of these couples, live on their own. True. So. Yeah, she's got some source of income, I guess. But he asks, how does Guillermo feel about the party lifestyle? And Kara's like, well, he likes to have a good time, but he's more conservative than me. I'm definitely more outgoing. I I wish he would be a little more outgoing. I wish he would put me in my place. In the bedroom? I don't know even... Not in the bedroom. No, that's in the bedroom. Oh, oh, no, that's fine. Oh, he puts me in my place. But they should spend more time together, whether it's alone or with friends. Like, that's I what think I'm Guillermo should be more open to hanging out with her, but she should be less open to be going out all the time. Like, sure, see your friends, hang out, but you don't have to be at every party. You are about to marry this dude. Yes. You are about to, you know, make a family together. You should spend some time. One on one. That's that's how the married peeps do it. Yeah. yeah, that's how we do it. But maybe it's not for everyone. Kara, here's the thing that pisses me off. Kara thinks she's so right in all of her choices. She goes nine out of ten times. My choices have worked out in my favor. How so? You're not in a solid relationship, from what I see. You don't have a solid job. Your friends don't think you're making the right choice. How have nine out of ten of the times you made a choice, how has that worked out in your favor? Well, I think work. if something works out in your favor doesn't mean that it was a great idea from the start. It just means that you took it and it turned out to be a good idea. But is she in a good place right now? She's in a better place than most of these 90 days. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, at least... Yes, she has her balloon gig and maybe she has something else. <laughs> At least she's trying to be she a realtor. She said, she said she either got her license already, she's working towards it. Like she has some plans, right? Yeah, but they're going to change in a year. She's been through 19 different occupations. But maybe, no, maybe this is it. Who knows? Let's just believe that this might be it. Just need that one song. I just need that one song. I think being a re- realtor is well suited for her because she's very outgoing. Yeah. She's very talkative, very friendly. That's what you want from, I could not be a realtor because I would be like, do not talk to me today. No. Uh, yeah. That's, that's not for me so, either, but it's. Yeah. So, but I, I can see her personality really thriving in this environment. Well, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. That's it. Right. Yeah. That was a good one. I loved podcasting together again. I know. Right. It's so different. It's it's very different. I feel like I talked more. I was I had more energy. Whoa. All right. It's like not stop talking. I was take talking it, over you. Take it easy over there. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. 
Make sure you're following the podcast wherever you're listening right now, this very moment. Just look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as as John. As hot as John. Whoa. It's like you haven't seen me in a week or something. Well, that's very true. Hello. I Hello, Teresa. I'm looking at him right now wearing this right. black shirt with All a right. leaf. It's a New Zealand rugby t-shirt, <laughs> but not bragging. All right. And so you're following the podcast. You're following the Instagram. Thank you for the reviews. Thank, what, a, what a review. What a beautiful review. What a review we got this week from our friend SC was. So thank you for that. And thank you to everyone who's left a review. And thank you in advance if you're going to leave a review. Yeah. All right. I've said it all. Have you? Said it all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Formula One is back. I'm Matt from P1 with Matt and Tommy, the only F1 podcast you need to keep you up to date across the 2023 season. We'll be with you across every single race weekend with instant reaction to the biggest stories as soon as the chequered flag falls. So, if you're a seasoned F1 veteran or you've just started watching Drive to Survive, we've got you covered. Search P1 with Matt and Tommy, hit that subscribe button and start listening now. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. Acast.com Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.